Hi everybody, this is Cara Johnstad, singer, songwriter, voice visionary, and founder of Voice Your Essence, and I'm here today with a brand new Deep Share, and it's entitled, Can Your Voice Defy Gravity? Yeah, it's a little bit crazy, and yet I trust that you are going to be more enlightened and inspired after we're finished. So have you ever watched yourself be pulled down through heavy emotions? Your voice is stuck in your throat. Your heart is very, very heavy, drowning in a swamp of crocodile tears. Your intuition tells you to find your favorite song and fast. Play it. You do, and something shifts. You hum to the tune and wait begins to lift. You are breathing deeper and smiling. Plato said, music gives a soul to the universe, wings to the mind, flight to the imagination, and life to everything. So now it's 7 a.m. and you wake up early in the morning, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Your spirits are high and you go off to work and you begin a beautiful day. And suddenly you're faced only with problems to solve and you feel your energy level drop. The mundane is gnawing at you and sucking you under. It's now 3 p.m., tight, exhausted, in need of a long nap. You want to cave inwards and crash. You're in serious need of some happy chemicals. And you take an espresso, but it does not do the trick. There is no sofa in sight. And yet, thank goodness, there's music. And you put on some good tunes and start to sing. And within a few seconds, you're back in the game. Batteries recharged, uplifted, feeling lighter. So what is actually happening when we sing? Why do we always, and I mean always, feel lighter afterwards? There's something intangible in the air that you can't see touch, taste, or smell. Is it called voice? No, it's called gravity. The word gravity stems from the Latin word gravitatum, which means weight, heaviness, pressure. And in science, the phenomenon of weight and downward acceleration has two components, the gravitational and the centrifugal force. Now, voice also works with pressure, and force and has two components, the gravitational and the centripetal or centrifugal motion. It works with the anti-gravitational and the anti-centrifugal force. Now there's this huge discussion on centripetal and centrifugal and anti-centrifugal, but the essence is that there's a spiraling inward motion, a sucking motion, which the voice has where it's formed, which is seeking its center. And there's also a movement that moves and rings outward. Okay, let's not get hung up on terminology. So the voice, first of all, is a bi-directional instrument which is connecting your mind and your heart and anchoring your body on that vertical axis. And it also works with 
the gravitational and anti-gravitational forces. The gift we have been given is that when we sing, almost immediately, heaviness disappears. And this is quite a phenomenon. This is amazing tool that we have. Everyone's running after happy pills and, you know, shots of espresso and wheatgrass. And yet inside our body, we have the ability through voice, through singing, to immediately shift the heaviness that we experience and the darkness that we feel at times through singing. So what is the voice that lies within sound that we as a humanity intuitively know, yet have not yet consciously explored? There are no quantum physicists out there yet looking at singing. And I hope this changes very soon. So it is gravity that allows air to drop effortlessly into our body and nourish us. We do not need to grab air or pull on it manually. Our first breath is taken by opening to this weight that we are asked to carry. And the force brings oxygen into our lungs and keeps our feet anchored on solid ground. That's what we're doing here on earth. Gravity is a gift. And it is also a burden. It can cause our spine to compress, our organs to prolapse. It can prevent blood in our bodies from flowing upwards, slowing down our circulation. There are many things that gravity does which is not always great. So how can we begin to defy gravity? How can we work using the gravitational force, but also find ways to use the anti-gravitational forces so that we can stay in balance? Okay, how can we use the centripetal forces and how can we use the centrifugal movement to find the centering, balancing motion? So life always offers us two sides of any force and the voice works with both. Gravity allows air to enter our body with ease. It also allows thoughts to enter with ease. Think about this. This is why we say inspired. Thoughts enter on the inhalation. So which force is working on the exhalation? Just This is an exploration, you guys. Okay, this is simply my experience as a singer-songwriter and as a voice coach, exploring the depths of sound. How is it possible for tone to rise out of our body? Have you ever thought about that? How does tone rise up and out of your body? If you have gravity that's holding your feet onto the ground, we're not levitating here. We are walking on solid ground. How can a tone fly? This is the language that we use. Words fly out of our mouth. The tones fly. The most important thing today is not how the tone moves up and out, because our breath is also moving up and out and also down and in. But the question is how are particles and matter moved through 
sound waves. What part does sound play in dealing with the weight and graveness of it all and how it can transform that weight into a feeling of weightlessness while we're here, earthbound. So we have a very powerful tool within our brilliant bodies that few have explored to its full heights and depths. As children, we escape from gravity by riding the swings. We also love jumping for hours. Give us a trampoline and we are addicted to the feeling of liftoff, the up and down movement. Okay, those are things that we really run towards as kids. We're longing, longing, seeking an anti-gravitational feel of flight. The other thing that we love to do is whirl. We are intuitively pulled towards spiraling and whirling. If we find a pole, we are circling around that pole for hours. Winding, unwinding, winding, unwinding, winding, unwinding. And the other thing that kids do, these kids which have so much high energy that is just phenomenal, is they make sounds connected to movement and sing for hours. So when we're thinking about all these force fields, maybe we want to think that energy is generated through the voice. Not that the voice contains energy, which it does, and thoughts are also energy patterns moving in space, but the fact that energy can be generated through singing. Amazingly enough, hidden within our throat are exactly those three movements that kids are attracted to and that are so elemental for our well-being on earth. In the larynx itself, there is a swing built in. It can tilt and lift and drop downwards and forward exactly like the swings you knew from your childhood. You also have a trampoline built in. So the vocal folds, they close, creating an area that is very similar to that of a trampoline, a little bit more complex, but let's simplify this. And with this, you can bounce up and down and gently opening the vertical axis and widening the horizontal axis. You can simply lift off and come back down and lift off and come back down. And at the same time, you have a spiraling force, this centripetal force, which is in alignment with the rotation of the universe. So there's a spinning action happening all the time while inhaling and also while exhaling. So this sounds very uh, woo-woo, but fact is when you even pull the drain from your bathtub, you will realize that there is a spiraling force that is moving all the time in our universe. And that sound and voice is also working with that same spiraling motion. So the singing voice is magical. It's really magic. It uses gravity and it defies gravity. It uses a centripetal inward force that moves towards the center of a circular path only to move back into space in a centrifugal motion. Each and every tone built has a center, a core, and amazingly enough, you could say it has a beginning with no end. 
And I said it's magical, so let's think about this. A tone has a beginning with no end. Ever thought about that fact? A tone at one, look at the word, a tone at one, a beginning with no end. So the question is, where does sound go after it has left your body? Where does bird song land? What happens to the lion's roar? And why do we feel so light after we sing? Can we use sound to not only defy gravity, but to raise the frequency and vibrational resonance of our planet so that immediate healing can occur? Is the voice that powerful? Now we know that voice is energy. And yet if voice would create energy, which I believe it does, because that's the feeling that I get after I sing, and that's the sensations that my clients get after they sing and tone and chant, and that's the lightness that happens after an hour of singing in a choir. If we are generating energy through our voice, I'm going to be as sassy as to say it could be why the universe keeps on expanding space, time and space. So the voice anchors you to the ground and lets you know firsthand that sensation of flight. It sounds very paradoxical, but that's how it is. Now, Albert Einstein said gravity is a result of the curvature of space-time. These two theories are the most common and widely held explanations of gravity. The studies continue, and I personally believe that sound and voice play a role that quantum physicists have neglected. So let's hope that we come closer today in getting some people excited to study this. So once again, I want you to connect with that feeling of gravity, the heaviness, and the feeling that you have after you sing. It can even be five minutes. Think about it. You have a 24-hour day. And if you sing for only 5, 10, 15 minutes, if you sing for an hour, your whole day shifts into a lighter space. When you feel sad or angry or riddled with fear and doubt, the voice offers itself to you and moves you away from the grave into liveliness and lightness. It makes you feel lighter, and oddly enough, you become lighter. You become more light. You radiate in a different way. So then we keep on moving it forwards besides defying gravity. Ask yourself, if you feel lighter after you sing, and if you feel more radiant after you sing, can voice, can the singing voice generate more light for our world? What if we started humming and whistling again through our days? How would that change our chemistry, breathing, our health, our world? Could we shift? We're now at solar power. We're at wind power. Could we have something as crazy as singing power? Food for thought. Our current perception is that flight requires lift via manipulation of airflow. Yet aerodynamically, the bumblebee shouldn't be able to fly. 
And yet the bee is essential for life. So it's very odd without the bee existing. They say humanity could only exist four years after the last bee has died. So why would it be designed in a way that it aerodynamically could not fly? How is it possible for the bee to fly if the primary source of lift is not its wings? And now this is also the question, could it be the hum? His sound that gives the bee the lift needed. Does the bee use harmonics or something called vibrational sympathy which alters the state of his body through buzzing and allows it to resonate with its surrounding, allowing it to float? Could it be that we too have an innate ability built in to lift particles and matter through humming and the use of vibrational sound? And as a bee is cross-pollinating the planet and all our plants and giving us food, we as a humanity are also cross-pollinating and giving each other food for thought through our voices. Whether in written form or sound form, we are giving food for thought and evolving through voice. What if voice and sound are balancing the gravitational force by shifting frequency and using electromagnetism to shift the air molecules around us? And through this uplifting movement, give us the perception we need. We kind of come at it from a different view and are more enlightened and not so stuck in the muck. Remember the phrase, music makes me fly? So my theory is this. The voice is a bi-directional instrument and it uses both force fields, the gravitational and the centripetal force fields. It can attract and it can repel. You can chase away the blues through singing. Music gives you the euphoric high and the same flight you loved as a kid. The swinging, the bouncing, the whirling. In these evolutionary times, it can be that we have the solution to our problems hidden deep within our throat. A small device that can shift the heavy harshness of our world through uplifting melody and set a new tone for our future. Try it. Experience how singing lets you defy gravity any time you wish. And I delight in the fact, and share it with you now, that even wormholes are tunnel-like and have a throat. We are a mystery, and we are time and space travelers. And so I thank you very much for being with me today here at the Voice Your Essence podcast. And if you'd like these articles and podcasts and free gifts delivered straight to your inbox, simply come to karajonstad.com, sign in, and we're going to get you off your gifts in a jiffy. In the moment, we have a beautiful guided meditation waiting for you, which connects you back to your inner voice and your inner wisdom. And if you are on Facebook, come join me, facebook.com slash karajonstad.official or join the Voice Your Essence community at facebook.com slash voiceyouressence. 
I'm also on Google+, LinkedIn, Twitter, and having a fantastic time over on Pinterest creating vision boards and um, actually uploading some new things from the studio and excerpts from the upcoming Kara Sutra book, which is going to be out very soon. Moon and Capricorn album will be out on February 17th, so that's good. We've set a timeline. I hope we can make it, but um, that is our goal. So I look forward to hearing from you. And until then, stay gold. Bye-bye. Stay gold